Well, hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. On this edition of the conversation, we're talking with Ashley Morris. She is a community engagement specialist with Fairfax County's Office of Emergency Management. We're going to talk about the month of September, which you may know as National Preparedness Month, the importance of being prepared for any emergency and other emergency-related topics that come up during our conversation. Ashley, thanks so much for being on the County Conversation podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited. Absolutely looking forward to this conversation, but uh, part of the the podcast, as uh, some of our longtime listeners know, is kind of get to know the the county employee a little bit as well as the as the topics at hand. You're a relatively new Fairfax County uh, government employee working in the Office of Emergency Management. What uh, what brought you to uh, Fairfax County? Yeah, so I was looking to move to the area, uh, really to enhance my skills in emergency management. Uh, Fairfax County has a, a wonderful Office of Emergency Management, uh, great expertise, and honestly, they actually lead emergency management in the country. So even where I come from, which is Texas, I heard a lot of really great uh, stories and information about the Office of Emergency Management here and then Fairfax County as well. So I was very excited to be able to come here in March uh, in the middle of a pandemic and uh, you know plug right in and start working on some of the response to the pandemic and other emergencies that we've had. Uh, previously with my time, I've been in emergency management for about three years. Um, the other three years were out in Texas. And really, originally, I got into emergency management because I'm very passionate about weather forecasting, weather safety, and natural hazards, uh, disaster management. And so uh, I went to school at Texas Tech, studied weather, and got right into the field to kind of help prepare uh, people in the community to be able to respond to severe weather. Well, we'll definitely uh, talk about that, uh, the weather. Fairfax County has its share of uh, weather systems that uh, we've had to deal with over the years. So that's certainly uh, something we want to be prepared for. But I got to ask you, uh, moving to Fairfax County, taking a new job mid-pandemic, I mean, what were you thinking? (laughs) Oh, man, it all kind of happened real quickly. I I wrapped up my interviews in February before everything shut down, but I was scheduled to move in the middle of March and things were, as you guys know, closing pretty quickly. So I had to get things moving very fast. I had to move all my stuff and actually move the schedule up to make sure it got here. Uh, so it was very stressful, but I made it here in, in three days as planned, and I wow. was able to plug right in and, and really start, uh, you know, building relationships and doing emergency management. You're, uh, I, I think you're, you're titled something like community engagement specialist. How, how has that changed uh, from your, your previous position in, in Texas doing emergency management where you didn't have the pandemic to now? coming to Fairfax County and doing, you know, the, the old air quote, community engagement during this uh, coronavirus time when, uh, you know, everybody has either not been going out to meetings or trying to socially distance and that type of thing. How has it changed? It's changed a ton. And we really had to be, you know, flexible, fluid and uh, critical thinkers to really think about how we were going to engage the community in a time where we're not allowed to see people or actually go out and do the engaging uh, community preparedness and emergency management and even in meteorology with uh, weather people has, has always been to go out and actually 
uh, do fairs, uh, do booths, meet people, shake hands, hand people disaster preparedness information. And so when the pandemic started and we started like, shutting things down and, and really needing to be away from people, we really had to pause our programming and think how that was going to change. And so uh, at Fairfax County, uh, I have a, a wonderful set of employees that work with me and we all kind of got our heads together and started thinking of ways we could do that. One of our really key ways to reach the community is social media. So we've been doing a ton of social media posts and really trying to boost engagement that way. Uh, we also have a, a great volunteer program, which unfortunately we cannot meet in person, but we've been holding virtual meetings with them. I've gotten to introduce myself and then also engage them through video chat. And then also we're using them as a way to reach other members of the community by having them pass on our social media stuff. And so we've seen some success with having our volunteers take our digital information and then sharing it through their digital neighborhoods, because a lot of them have next door or neighborhood groups of that nature. We're also right. uh, trying to reach out to the community and encourage them to request presentations, because as you know, we have uh, different video accounts. And so we can set up any kind of outreach presentation with any group in Fairfax County. We just need to know a contact person so we could set that up. But that's another way that we're trying to promote community engagement in a time where we cannot be face to face. Right. It seems like a lot of us nowadays are uh, are doing the the video chats, the Zoom calls, all the different uh, type of remote connecting uh, that uh, you know maybe we had known about or done a little bit, but now it seems like that's that's the norm. That's what we do. Yeah, and it took a little bit of uh, tinkering around and really uh, some familiarity to get comfortable with that. But I will say since we started doing this uh, around when I started in April, now it seems almost very natural. And maybe that's because we do it with everything, you know, at work, with other community groups, and then for our outreach. Uh, but now I think we're really getting the hang of it and we're starting to, to kind of try to find those creative methods to really engage people. Yeah, it'll be definitely be interesting to uh, see what happens, you know, when this is finally over or, or dies down, if you will, how much of that uh, uh, virtual online engagement will continue and, and how much of the in-person stuff will kind of come back. You know, it'll be, uh, I don't know, kind of interesting to see how people's uh, habits change, if you will. But uh, we're, we're talking about uh, emergency preparedness, the Office of Emergency Management for Fairfax County. Uh, and specifically, we're talking about it this month, the month of September, because it's National Preparedness Month. It has been for several years. Kind of walk us through why September is National Preparedness Month and, and why it's so important to have that des designation or, or recognition. Yeah, so every September... National Preparedness Month. Uh, I like to call it the emergency manager's holiday because we're always so excited to talk about how people can be prepared. It's very much a, a passion of why we do what we do. And so it is a designated month for that. Uh, part of that has to do with 9-11. 9-11 very much changed uh, what emergency management looked like. It changed uh, the need for emergency management and also incident command structures and other ways that we organize response because we never really had uh, such a big response to an incident before that required so many different first response agencies, so many resources. So it really did change uh, what we were doing. And so that's one aspect that September is kind of reflective on that. Uh, but a lot of us in emergency management like to also say that even though we focus on September being National Preparedness Month, we do want every month to be preparedness. And so we really try to emphasize that during this month that 
while we're focusing on that and we want people to really consider being prepared and doing those kinds of things, uh, we want them to carry that on throughout the year. Uh, this year, once again, though, has looked a little differently. And so we have been emphasizing uh, different categories of preparedness uh, based on people's uh, ability to be prepared with the pandemic. You you mentioned 9-11. Um, people think of being prepared for an emergency. I think a lot of folks go to those terrorist attacks and, you know, think, OK, what can I do to be prepared for that? You know, that seems like a daunting task. but there's more to emergency preparedness. I, I think one of the phrases or things that y'all always talk about is like being prepared for any emergency or, or all hazards, that type of thing. It, it can be very simple stuff to be emergency prepared. Yes, exactly. Uh, we have a lot of different threats, a lot of different emergencies every day. And we're, we're even trying to teach people how to handle the everyday smaller emergencies. You know, when you have to call 911 uh, to help somebody because somebody's hurt or those kinds of things. So preparedness is more than just that catastrophic once, once in a lifetime disaster. It's also preparing for some of the severe weather events we have around here, uh, flooding, tornadoes, windstorms, and then also you know uh, car accidents and other things of other nature. But no matter what the scale of the disaster is, the preparedness is all the same. And so a big message that we've been trying to push this month is understanding your uh, local government and also understanding uh, your first response. So when you call 911, who is going to come? What are the numbers that you use for that? Obviously, 911 is for emergencies, but if you have another problem, like maybe with a power outage or something that you need to report, what is the number? What is the agency for that? A uh, big part of preparedness is knowing what your resources is, especially through Fairfax County, but also knowing who to contact for help and how to report that, because we rely heavily on that information as well. And then also we've been really encouraging people to make sure to sign up to receive alerts through Fairfax Alerts uh, because uh, people cannot take action during those bigger emergencies such as floods or any other things like that if they're not able to receive an alert to take that action. And so a lot of our uh, tasks that we've been trying to assign to people really revolves around receiving correct information and knowing their resources. Okay. You mentioned Fairfax Alerts. Uh, what exactly is that? Yeah, so that's going to be our local uh, emergency notification system. It is a free system that people have the ability to go online and you can uh, sign up with your address. Maybe it's your home address, your work address, uh, your child's school address. You can add up to, I believe, 10 addresses or five addresses in there. And then you can also select the method that you want to receive your alert. And so uh, you can receive text messages, calls, or emails. And basically, you will have the ability to have weather alerts sent to you. So tornado warnings, flood warnings, uh, severe thunderstorm warnings, anything that might be a threat when it comes to weather. Uh, also, when we do evacuations, so if we did have a serious event where we needed you to get out of your home safely, we would send that information through that system, and you would either get a call, text, or email, depending on what your preference is. So this very much is a, a system that gives you an ability to make sure you're plugged in to us when you need to get an urgent message. It is important to note with the system too, though, that it also has the capability to give you traffic alerts. So when we have uh, bad traffic accidents or backups, uh, we have that method and also some other information too. So it's a great resource for emergency information for Fairfax County, but also other information. 
So that's uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash alerts, fairfaxcounty.gov slash alerts. And if you can, uh, you can get signed up uh, for free uh, if you are not already. We're uh, here on the County Conversation podcast talking with Ashley Morris. She's with Fairfax County's Office of Emergency Management. And you mentioned Fairfax alerts and severe weather alerts. With your interest and background in weather, um, this may be a leading question or or you, you think it's obvious, but are, are weather threats predominantly what residents are facing here in Fairfax County? Yeah, so we are very, very concerned with different kinds of weather threats. Um, honestly, if you look over the past year, even in 2020, uh, we've had a ton of flash flood watches and warnings. We've had uh, some roads get closed because of flooding. And then if you look at the past five years, uh, we've had many instances where we, we've had serious flooding go on, not only in the Fairfax area, but also in the D.C. area, the Baltimore metro and this entire area. And so uh, it's very clear that urban flash flooding is becoming a big concern. Uh, we're just receiving more and more heavy rain events that are causing water to stack up in areas where we have businesses, homes, roads. And so we're really trying to make sure that our community is aware of that. Uh, luckily, we've been able to partner with FEMA Region 3, and we've been pushing flood preparedness this month during the month of preparedness and uh, uh, know their risk, especially for their right. property, and then uh, flood insurance and coverage and things like that. Is is flooding, um, is that like the, the top hazard or threat for Fairfax County residents? Yes. So uh, we consider flooding kind of the number one uh, weather hazard that we would have. Uh, followed with that, we also have severe thunderstorms, which we've had some of those this year, uh, which on a larger uh, level would be, be a derecho. So if anybody was around during uh, the early, I believe it was 2013 or 2010, uh, around that time frame, we had that big one that came through basically a giant windstorm, uh, power outages for over a week, uh, a lot of damage, a lot of trees down, things like that. Uh, so I would say our top three hazards here weather-wise would be flash flooding, severe thunderstorm, wind damage, and then spin-up tornadoes and things like that. Right. So during this National Preparedness Month, we're talking about being prepared for any kind of event, man-made, uh, nature, that type of thing. Are there some simple steps we can do, we can take? You're, you already mentioned signing up for, for Fairfax Alerts, but what other preparedness steps can we take? Uh, you mentioned not only now during National Preparedness Month, but throughout the year, but Obviously, being September and National Preparedness Month, we want to make a, a push to do that now. So what are a couple of things that uh, I and other listeners can do right now to get prepared? Yeah, so definitely assess your flood risk. Uh, since flooding is one of our biggest primary threats, we really want you to uh, reach out, check out Fairfax County, uh, go online and see that flood risk. And we actually have maps available um, that you can look at that. Uh, we also want you to do an insurance checkup yearly. So that's kind of a new one. But if you reach out to your insurance agents for your homeowners and also your car coverage and other coverages that you have, you really need to sit down and assess what you're covered for and how much. Make sure that that's going to cover you in the event of a disaster where you lose everything and then uh, change your insurance accordingly. And then keep in mind that your homeowners will not cover flood damage or any kind of water damage associated with floods. And so if you had a history of flooding, or you know, you check your risk and you are at risk now of flooding and you weren't previously, you really need to consider uh, flood insurance and looking into that. And so that's kind of a big push that we have. Also, 
uh, receiving information. We touched on Fairfax alerts, but making sure that you have other ways to get information. Uh, another great way to get weather alerts would be a NOAA weather radio. You can purchase those online or really anywhere, uh, but it's a battery operated radio that you can get alerts from. And then also choose a handful of other methods, maybe cell phone apps, uh, using TV, internet. Uh, you just want to make sure that you have three in the event that one of them fail. That way you can still get that information when you need to respond. And then another easy one is just making sure that you have a plan and have, a, have some of your contact information already set up, uh, especially if something happens suddenly. So, uh, you know, annually I like to sit down and actually go through my contacts, delete the ones I don't need, and then add some of those important numbers that I might need, like my utility company, uh, my medical services, and all of those things. And then it's really cool because you can actually export that onto a computer and print that out. So that way you have a paper copy of your contacts and you also have your cell phone. And so I would keep that paper contact list with my emergency kit, which is gonna be your food, your first aid, and all the typical things that we have been telling you to do for emergency kits. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, I, these things that you've mentioned, um, I, I think maybe take the fear out of this term emergency preparedness, uh, you know, these things that you're talking about, uh, they're all easy and, and most of them are free to do. Yes. And we really want to uh, encourage that, especially now with the pandemic. We understand that a lot of people are, are worried about that. They've had to really change their lives and, and they're really trying to plan for the future, even though the pandemic is very uncertain. And so we really want to encourage everybody to try to just do one little tiny step at a time to prepare for other things. Uh, as we've seen with 2020, we can have pandemics here, flooding, uh, a whole slew of different kinds of incidents have occurred in this country this year. And so it's really important that even though we're in these uncertain times that we're still working on preparedness, such as making sure you have the right uh, telephone numbers, having paper copies of things, just reaching out to your insurance agent and having a conversation so that you're aware before the disaster hits of what your situation is going to look like at that time. You mentioned uh, being prepared, knowing where to find information. Are there uh, websites? You mentioned social media. Are there uh, certain places that uh, residents uh, that we should should follow emergency management to get more information? Kind of tell us uh, about some of the resources for us there. Yeah, so we have a ton of different resources. Uh, one of our main websites, especially for community engagement, is actually going to be our Ready Fairfax website. And so you can go online at www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash readyfairfax. And there we have all sorts of different kinds of information. Uh, we also actually just received an award for this previous this year, but we have a community emergency response guide that our Office of Emergency Management actually wrote. And it will actually highlight all of the hazards and threats, uh, weather-wise and everything for the county. And then it also has emergency plan templates in there. And so if you're starting with emergency preparedness and you're not quite sure where to start, uh, that guide is actually the perfect place to start. And that's online as well at that same website. And we have it available in different languages and you can download it electronically there. We also, like I said, are very active in posting emergency preparedness on our social media platforms. And so we have a, a Facebook and a Twitter account and you can find us at Ready Fairfax. So give us a follow and a like on that. And then also make sure that you spread that around to other residents or people who work in the county. We really want people to be able to plug into us 
and receive not only emergency preparedness information, but also incident information. So if we were to have a disaster, we would be putting emergency information on there as well. Hmm. Okay. Good uh, resources. Again, fairfaxcounty.gov. And uh, you can do a search for emergency management or Ready Fairfax or the Community Emergency Response Guide and uh, find all of these uh, uh, resources that Ashley has mentioned. And of course, uh, if you go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news, there is a, a social media hub and you can find uh, emergency management's uh, social media channels there as well to, uh, to uh, subscribe to. Ashley, we are close to the end of the podcast. Uh, anything we haven't discussed, I haven't asked you. I like to try to give the guests the final word. So uh, I'll turn it over to you for uh, kind of closing us out here on uh, National Preparedness Month and Emergency Preparedness. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody just to take those simple steps. Uh, and like we said before, it's very daunting. I know sometimes it seems like we want you to do all, all of this stuff and have it all done tomorrow. And that's not really the nature of what preparedness is. Preparedness very much is a journey. And so uh, just take some time, you know, maybe one day sit down, go to our website, uh, look up some information, kind of start to think through the process of what you're going to do when it floods or when we have an evacuation and things like that. And just start to take those small steps. Uh, but keep in mind, really, uh, the most important thing is information. So you really do need to make sure that you're plugged into the alert systems at Fairfax Alerts and make sure that you understand where Fairfax County information is going to be coming from so that way you can act. Awesome information. Ashley, thanks so much for uh, being on the County Conversation and uh, kind of uh, stressing the need to be uh, prepared and uh, highlighting uh, September's National Preparedness Month. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Ashley Morris again with us from uh, Fairfax County's Office of Emergency Management here on the County Conversation. If you need to get uh, more Fairfax County news and event information, go to fairfaxcounty.gov news. Again, you can find that social media hub there as well and uh, sign up for emergency management's uh, social channels. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. if you have any specific questions or need more resources from Fairfax County. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.